Howdy, 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 howdy everyone. everyone. Welcome back to a political episode of Texas, the <laughs> show about some things, Texas, <laughs> and some things not. We're going to talk about things that are out of our depth today, but before we do that, Tito's and Shiner, going to be an all-nighter, and I just might find her at the Whataburger line, dance halls and That I was fishing by the river tonight in Texas. We're going to talk about things fully within our debt. Our not sponsors. Seth. Not sponsors. They don't sponsor us. They give us no money to do this show. Seth, who is our first not sponsor for today's episode? Our first not sponsor for today's episode is CBD. 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 Does it do anything? CBD. CBD. Everybody's telling me to put it in my body and it's going to help me, but it really just tastes like poop. CBD. CBD. Hippies love it. CBD. It's Catholic weed. CBD. It's an easy way to add $2 onto whatever you're selling. CBD. <laughs> Did someone say placebo effect? CBD. Give it to your mom. She still won't use it. CBD. Every celebrity has a line of it. CBD. I hate CBD. <laughs> it's like, dude, why is it in my gasoline? Why? I don't understand <laughs> CBD what gas, is happening. CBD pizza, CBD beer, CBD t-shirts. CBD coffee? That dude, that one's weird. It's so weird. It does. First of all, first of all, does not taste good. Always, and, and you it, can't make it. And it good. never tastes. I'm good. sorry. I don't yeah. care what kind of soft drink, sugar laden bullshit you come up with. I am not drinking CBD. It's it never tastes good. No. CBD. Our other All not right, sponsor. Who's our other not sponsor? For today's episode in the political theme is Candace Owens. Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Are you subtly racist but want people to think you're not? Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Do you not really have any black friends but want to feel like you do? Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Do you hate pandering but do you fall prey to it anyway? Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Do you like one message and one message only but you like that it comes from somebody who doesn't look like Me Megyn Kelly? Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Ripping off white people since 2018. Kansas, Kansas Owens. <laughs> it's been sitting on it for that feels so mean. I like <laughs> it's really funny. If I, I meet not, her in person, I was not ready for that at if I all. Met her in person, I'm sure I had I, nothing for that. I I, I oh, knew it was man. coming out of love. The field. only the only thing I had was go for it. The only. Here, okay, two, set, set me up. Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. I've got a white friend. Candace <laughs> Owens. You gotta. Uh, I couldn't even say it right. It's I. I've got a black friend. Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. Every Southerner's token black friend. Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. <laughs> Candace Owens is the person every far right wing person. Every every far white white every far right. <laughs> Say, say it with me. Every far, <laughs> far right, right white, white dad yeah. pulls out uh -huh. as as his like Trump card. Yeah, when his daughter is visiting mm -hmm. from like UT yeah, or whatever it is. North Texas, whatever place. And they're at. starting to go a little like, they're starting to experiment with yeah, liberalism. And, yeah. Like, oh, you know, what's this they're idea? They're opening their mind and they're talking yeah. to their dad about like, dad, sometimes you say things that are sure. not cool. And he's like, well, I listen to Candace Owens. Yeah. Like, come on. And it's like, that's not. I'm not racist. I listen to Candace Owens. <laughs> See, I've heard someone yeah. say that. I've heard someone say yeah. that. Um, and it's just one of those things where I'm sure she's a really awesome person and really nice. I've, she's clearly intelligent. I mean, clearly, because yeah. she had two options. She was like, yeah. I can go to CNN and say things I don't mean. Well, 
And or I can go to Daily Wire and say things I don't mean, but sell so many T-shirts. Here's what I appreciate that way. about, by the way, great not sponsored. That was hilarious. Thank you. I, I've I, been waiting. I couldn't think of anything yeah. because I was like, <laughs> I was, I was hard. surprised yeah. and mm-hmm. like, that was awesome. I went uh, there. It's no shame November. It I'm was great. Crazy. I'm unhinged. More like no shame. I'm crazy. November. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shame. We're, uh, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, we're kind of we're letting her out a little bit. Stuff. I haven't had a kiss in three weeks. I think it's really funny uh, that Candace Owens, Ben Shapiro, all the people at Daily Wire and whatnot. Honestly, they're the only news outlet that that is trustworthy in that they are so honest about their slant. Yeah, <laughs> there's no like they don't hide. They're like, yeah. I am right wing. I see everything right wing and everything. Everything I'm gonna you're talk gonna about get is, is right wing perspective. So respect. <laughs> so I respect, respect it from a. They're not pretending. And I, like, I respect that they're like, this is a marketing funnel. Pay for the right. rest of it. Like Fox not, is like, this is how everything is. There's no, like, this is absolutely Fox neutral. Is like, We're completely no neutral. There's no slant at all. And it's like, there's such it's a slant. Clearly a slant. Meanwhile, same with CNN. They're like, there's no slant. We're open minded. Slant. Complete. Slant. Meanwhile, Daily Wire is like, no, this is the slant. This is the slant. This is absolutely. We slant. know who we're talking to. Yeah. Thanks for your money. <laughs> so respect. Yeah. Respect. And, and again, I respect that they're like, we are in the business of selling ad space. We're making a lot of money doing it. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Candace, Candace Owens. Owens. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, right, man. my man. Uh, is our small town of the week. Well, that usually comes after, after once upon, upon a time. time. All right. So once upon a time in Texas. History. I knew I was wrong because I started singing and I was like, nope, that's not the right word. <laughs> you were singing, but you meant. Yeah. OK, look, um, I'm on meds that that are messing with my brain in yeah, a really weird way. It's pretty funny. You're Can very you, like how, how it's obvious to me. It's how, obvious to me. Okay. I don't think it's obvious to Jake or like anyone. Sure. Sure, sure. Well, Jake's you, met me twice and only when I'm... Yeah, here. you seem like you're on CBD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you seem like what people think CBD oh, makes yeah. you like. Um, so, once upon a time in Texas history, in 1836, the Republic of Texas... I like this. ...immediately established the position of land commissioner. Yes. So, this position in public office in Texas predates the position of governor and all other state offices established so by annexation we're talking about this. in 1845. So the commissioner serves a four-year term and is elected statewide. So here's a couple of notes. The titles of commissioner of the Texas General Land Office and Texas Land Commission Commissioner are used interchangeably. There is no land commission. In 1836, the Republic of Texas Congress formed the General Land Office to manage the public domain. The charge was to collect and keep records, provide maps and surveys, and issue titles. In addition to encouraging settlement of public lands via land grants, script certificates were redeemable for land and used to raise cash to finance the Texas Revolution and the expenses of the young nation. Because the federal government would not take Texas land as debt payments, Texas entered the union owning its public land. Also, unlike other Gulf states, Texas owned its submerged lands or tide lands, three marine leagues about 10.3 miles into the Gulf of Mexico. This proved to be a bounty that would yield rich rewards for the Lone Star State for generations. Think offshore rigs. The Texas Constitution of 1876 set aside half of Texas' remaining public lands to establish a permanent school fund, PSF, to help finance public schools. State legislators intended for this land to be sold and the proceeds to be deposited into the PSF. Over the next century, deposits to the PSF would be an inexhaustible source of revenue because only interest income from the fund could be spent and would be appropriated among the state's public schools. Today, the Texas General Land Office is focused on maximizing 
organizing and diversifying revenue resources for the permanent school fund. For instance, the land office is leading the charge on the development of renewable energy of state lands as a sustainable source of earnings for the PSF. With historic leases for offshore wind energy, solar, and geothermal, the land office is helping to diversify revenue for future generations of Texas school children. With over 175 years of history... The Texas General Land Office is moving into the future and finding new innovative ways to serve the people of Texas. One could argue the Texas Land Commissioner is the real governor. One could argue. One could argue. They got it. And I might be one of those people. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things in politics that if you don't pay attention to it, you don't even really realize what's going on or Mm -hmm. what this person does. The Texas Land Commissioner controls a lot not just from a legal standpoint, but from a financial standpoint. It's kind of crazy. They have their hands in so many different pockets in Texas. Yeah. And they help orchestrate the flow of funds Mm -hmm. from our natural resources. Yeah. And there's a lot of those. There's a lot of I don't know if anyone knows that. Texas is rich in natural resources. There's a reason there have been six flags over (laughs) over Texas. And it's not because the women are pretty. That was such a bad show. What? <laughs> such a bad show. Oh my I, God. I like entered into that creepy old guy. That's yeah, yeah. Like, College it's is like, fun because all the girls. Girl, yeah, that was. <laughs> wasn't good. What was that? That was like an impression of a bad uncle. Anyway, um, continue. You were making a point. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that derailed it. But <laughs> think about it like this. So everybody loves Yellowstone, right? Mm-hmm. In Yellowstone... Dutton holds the position of land commissioner. There you go. And that's a really important piece of the story. And maintaining that position is Mm -hmm. really integral to the way the family runs their business because Mm -hmm. of what they can do with land. Mm -hmm. The land commissioner basically approves all big state projects, all big state projects, all small state, all small state projects and protect the future of agriculture Mm -hmm. and sustainable, uh, sustainable regenerative agriculture just as easily completely reverse it absolutely they get to say where you can and cannot hunt Mm -hmm. they get to say where money from all these resources due to the psf yeah go because i think you don't catch it if you read it originally originally all that money was supposed to go to the psf yeah it no longer does it no longer does it 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 kind of says like a lot of it goes to the psf very clearly a lot of the money that comes from texas almost boundless bountiful natural resources mm-hmm. don't only go to where they're supposed to where they're supposed to and it is it's almost like governments uh, <laughs> are a little corrupt are a little bit well corrupt. again it's one of those crazy things where it's one person one person can just say well what if we put money over here and what if we didn't put money over and, here and, and based if- on the position of their powers they mm-hmm. can do that so pretty freaking crazy pretty crazy right yeah and it's interesting to watch with all that mind it's been interesting to watch the well, and it's the land commissioner and the attorney general yeah that that are kind of the behind the scenes mm-hmm. two most powerful people in texas yeah, yeah. i mean those and, are the ones you got to look at I, and you know government and look, government the government the government the, the gubernatorial race which we're going to talk about yeah is the sexy race that's what yeah it's talks fun about. you know it's fun to yeah. talk about <laughs> But there's a reality that there's uh, there's two other positions mm-hmm. that, that you the, look at. the men or women who occupy them are the ones actually making a lot of the decisions. They set the tone. And it's pretty crazy. And so it's, uh, it, And it's also been interesting to watch and with in mind what the land commissioner can do, what they have the power to do. Watching both campaigns for it right now, they're, they're very like, 
I will protect the land and, yeah. or, you know, I, I will do this with the land and that's a part of it, but no one's saying like when the money comes in, here's what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. Or, you know, this person has decided to funnel this money here for the past four years. Here's what I would do with it. It's all Texas is pretty and I'm going to keep it pretty. I'm going to be pretty for Texas. Or you like hunting? You can keep hunting. You like blue bonnets? Don't touch them. Yeah. So like, yes, they do that. But I wish they would come out with an ad with like, I really like Lamborghinis. I'm going to buy Lamborghinis with the money. Look, all this money that's supposed to go to like your kids and stuff. F your kids. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go to the Bahamas. This is going to be a good time. I'm George Bush and I approve this message. <laughs> that was like, I don't know if that's. Oh yeah. <laughs> now watch the strap. Watch okay. <laughs> I want to hear about our small town. I want to hear about our. All right. Town. Our small town of the week is Quintana, Texas. It Quintana? Is a, Quintana. It is a town in Brazoria County, Texas, United mm. States. Its population was 56 as of the 2010 census. That's a big town very big. Um, Quintana is located in Southern Brazoria County or, uh, and it's also located on Quintana beach along the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. It is bordered by the city of Surfside beach to the Northeast across the entrance to Freeport Harbor and by the city of Freeport to the Southwest and an area of Bryan beach, the intercoastal waterway to the Northwest separates Quintana from the main, from the main portion of Freeport. According to the United States census bureau, the town of Quintana had a total area of two square miles um, of which 0.66 square miles are land and 1.4 square miles are covered by water. Um, it's very poor. There's not a lot of people. And other than the beach, there's not a lot of reason to go there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reference. All right. We, Quintana, we, Texas, everybody. Quintana, Texas. Go check it out. No, I looked at pictures and stuff. It looked like a really cool beach to go check out. Oh, nice. So yeah. It might actually be. Nice yeah, place. you know, it's it, I, a lot of people don't realize in reference to land in Texas that in February, January, you can go to the beach and it's 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like the coldish of Texas, go to Quintana Beach. Go check south. it out. Have there a little beach time. I think it's funny that the Gulf of Mexico is like the ugliest water in the world. <laughs> yeah. But if you go to the other coast of Mexico. Yeah. And like, like the other Sea side. of Cortez and yeah. the, like mm-hmm. gorgeous. The prettiest place what? ever. What? Yeah, it's so ugly and pretty that in the Sea like of California Cortez. California del Sur and just like all that. Yeah, the Sea of Cortez, sharks are like, this place is awesome. This place is dope. And in the Gulf of Mexico, sharks are like, <laughs> 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 sucks here. Um, like in one place, there's fish and another place, not as many fish because they know like this one's dirty. This one's dirty. This one's not one of my, so I am going to go dive with the, the whale sharks for sure. Mm -hmm. That's on my list for next year. Nice. Can't do that in Gulf of Mexico. I know, but in the, you want to see a Cortez. Yeah. Do you want to see my impression of someone uh, scuba diving in the Gulf of Mexico? I want to see it. Yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I can't see anything. That's my impression of someone. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Thank you. Want to see my impression of someone scuba diving in the sea of Cortez? Yeah. Let me see it. I'm going to need them to put like a little <laughs> thing of goggles over your face whenever you do that. I mean, it's both great because you can't make any noise with a scuba thing in your mouth. It's more like, <laughs> so hey, do that again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Running a small business is incredibly hard when you have no idea how to market it or brand it clearly. Small business owners, small business operators across the country work so hard to make products and services that they are proud of, but almost always hit a plateau in growth. That's why Creators Collective is here to help. For years, we have helped businesses triple, quadruple, even five times their revenue by creating branding and marketing content 
that clarifies your brand and drives sales. So if you are at a bottleneck or at a plateau, trying to grow your small business, even stay in business, make sure to visit creatorscollective.us right now, schedule a call so we can find out what services you need, how we can work with you, and make sure that we can boost your bottom line so that you can grow as a business. All right, who's our uh, badass of the week? Our Texas badass of the week is one of the biggest, baddest Texas badasses of all time. Covers some pretty cool people. Sam Houston. Okay, Sam Houston. Sam Houston. And Sam Houston was one of our badasses who was not born in Texas. Okay. But played one of the biggest roles in the Texas Revolution out of anybody else. It's true. He was born in Tennessee in 1793, Mm -hmm. March 2nd to be precise. All right. He grew up kind of wild. Okay. He didn't like religion (laughs) and his mom did. Got it. So that's always a good combo. When he was very young, Mm -hmm. he went to live with the Indians of the area. Okay. For three years. Like just on his straight up just was like, I'm going to go live with this uh, tribe of Indians. Okay. Learn the language, Mm -hmm. fell in love with a young woman. Got it. Got married to her. Okay. They weren't a. They were not about that. Okay. The the, <laughs> the government of Tennessee did not recognize did not really marriage. Like that <laughs> <laughs> he became very close with that particular Indian tribe. They they even named him Raven in in their language. Okay. Uh, and I want to make sure I get the name of that particular tribe correct because I can't remember if they were. Yeah, they were Cherokee. Okay. Um. So his name in Cherokee was Raven. Was Raven. Whatever. Had, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, he was born in Rockbridge County, Virginia, not Tennessee. They migrated to Tennessee. Got it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So he spent three years with the Cherokee, becomes known as Raven, marries somebody, has to give her back up. (laughs) Legit? (laughs) Yeah, like legit. They they made him marry somebody else, like in Tennessee, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the wife that he wanted to divorce but oh, she didn't recognize divorce. got it okay gotcha yeah. gotcha so he like he was probably he's like actively business. courting other people <laughs> and completely married just because yeah. she won't because she won't give it up yeah exactly yeah. so sam houston you know he learns cherokee language mm-hmm. he becomes you know a skilled tracker and he ends up like joining the army he serves under andrew jackson in the war of 1812 okay and presided over the removal of many of the cherokee this is where you know it it's kind of dicey right mm-hmm. and and Houston is an interesting figure in that he always straddled the line. He yeah. was always very centrist, very moderate, very much, okay, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. What's the compromise? Yeah. In almost every situation. And mm-hmm. it panned out very well for him over mm-hmm. his life. He makes friends with so many different people. Andrew Jackson, James K. Polk, Stephen Tyler. Pretty like, in, did you say Stephen sorry, Tyler? Uh, Tyler. Um, Wait. Texas. Tyler. Uh, uh, I'm on weird meds. I have an excuse for this. I went to Texas public school. I know. I have an excuse for this. <laughs> is it not Stephen Tyler? It's Stephen of Austin and... Maybe it is Stephen Tyler. I, I just know Stephen that Stephen Tyler, Tyler is, is also... <laughs> I'll fi- we'll figure it out or, or to retract. <laughs> so he, he helps with the removal of the Cherokee um, and is elected as governor of Tennessee mm-hmm. in 1829. So in the state in which they made him give up his wife and marry someone that he, he eventually, marry, yeah. he still became governor. He's a badass. Okay. So he becomes governor after divorcing his first wife. Okay. He resigns from office and moves to the Arkansas Territory. Okay. He settles in Texas in 1832. And after the Battle of Gonzales, he helped organize the provisional government and was selected as the top-ranking official mm-hmm. in the Texian army. He had yeah. no real power, but it was more about the title. Yeah. 
he couldn't say what the the army was going to do, but he had the biggest title and yeah. and like was named the highest person. Yeah, which so was whenever, also kind of a rapport thing. It was rapport for the Texas Army, right? Because yes. they're probably like, oh, this guy, mm-hmm. war hero, studied under Andrew Jackson, has done all these things, is exactly. now like the top has top. friends in the U.S. Con- in U.S. Congress yeah. mm-hmm. and the Senate because he served as governor yeah. of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. His serving as governor of Tennessee is part of the reason that. Uh, Davy Crockett yeah. ended up down here. Yep. He respected Houston that much, right? Uh, he leads the Texas Army to victory at the Battle of San Jacinto, the decisive battle in the Texas War for Independence against Mexico. That's mm-hmm. where they capture Santa Ana. Yeah, broke his leg with a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, can we just shout out the cleverness of Santa Ana for a second? Like, he was, no, no, because this is going? <laughs> he was able to play both sides for a long time Fair. uh he was able to lead an army for a while and whenever he got caught he was able to successfully hi- uh, disguise himself as a common soldier for a while for a little bit for a little bit yeah, like he almost true. got away yeah. i just like tip of the hat Fair. man yeah, good yeah, job good job uh but we're better <laughs> so so the texans did uh eventually capture santa Ana and won their independence he Broke was like with a cannonball and he was that's not true just uh, before anyone's like <laughs> referring to that at thanksgiving yes so he won the first presidential election. True. And we talked about that in one of our other badass episodes, mm-hmm. but he won the first presidential election, making him the first president of the, the Republic. Republic of Texas. Mm-hmm. And that alone earns him a place in the Texas badass annals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he is absolutely Honestly, solidified. the other stuff he did is more impressive. <laughs> but yeah, like so far, he's a, he's just such an impressive mm-hmm. guy. Like he at this point has um, uh, been governor of Tennessee. He's president of Texas. He's led, you know, the Texans to victory against Santa Ana. He is is crushing it, mm-hmm. killing the game, yep. right? But he's not done yet. So he plays a key role in the annexation of Texas by the United States in 1845 and 1846. His role was because he was such good friends with James K. Polk. Okay. Andrew Jackson actually didn't want to annex Texas. Okay. And it wasn't until James K. Polk got into office that they were able to uh, persuade Congress to do so. Got it. Okay. Now, once Texas is in is part of the United States, guess who gets elected governor? Sam, Sam Houston. Houston. <laughs> Go Bearcats. Go Bearcats. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, he's been president and governor of well, he's Texas. Been governor twice. He's been governor twice. Is he the well, only I'm, person to ever be a governor of two states? No, there are a couple other people, but it's a very short list. Okay, cool. And he's the only because he was president of the Republic of Texas. He's the only foreign. <laughs> foreign, foreign delegate for, yeah. to be elected to United States Congress because he was elected to Senate. Oh, yeah. that's so, crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He's the first person to do that. Uh, Texas elected him to represent Texas and their interest in Congress. Okay. Which he did admirably. Yeah. Right? Um, and then eventually he would become governor of Texas again, I believe. Yeah. He became governor of Texas uh, again. And during this during this particular time he really tried hard to keep texas from seceding okay so again this is one of the times where he was very moderate you mm-hmm. know he was against the extreme right he was against yeah. the extreme left wish we had more people like that mm-hmm. in our I think government most now like that we always talk most about individuals it. are yeah i wish we had more people in government yeah that way. true they're gonna die uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second yeah. <laughs> but uh he he was very opposed mm-hmm. to uh slavery expanding yeah again an interesting guy in that he himself owned slaves. Mm-hmm. He ran a plantation, uh, but was against slavery expanding. He, at one point, tried to partner with Britain to uh, 
<laughs> to prevent slave trade from continuing in Texas. Yeah. And they had to, you know, bat, they had to put down various Mexican forces who were trying to bring slaves in at mm-hmm. that point. So from his perspective, he knew slavery would die out. Yeah. Um, but again, of the time in context, his position was those states who have it should keep it unless they vote against it. Mm-hmm. Any new states should not have should it. Should not have it. Yeah. Yeah. So again, very the game like, was all about squelching slavery over time. For him, yeah. Yeah. It was it was very much a this is not necessarily um a moral issue that I can solve today, but mm-hmm. I can lay the framework to solve it down the road. Yeah. Uh which again, you know, not that makes him in some ways not the best guy. Yeah. But at the time mm-hmm. that was a very impressive feat and yeah. it was something that a lot of people were opposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the time that was yeah. radical. Well yeah. and you'll notice that Texas did secede. Yeah. Uh, with, we didn't really <laughs> we, listen to We him didn't really listen. And yeah. at that point, he he was, you know, loyal to Texas. Mm-hmm. So he did not, you know, go to the to the Union, though he did caution against war mm-hmm. um, and would help, you know, he would help Texas. Yeah. Um, there are just some interesting little things that happened. I do want to find this quote he had because I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, let me see if I can scroll to it. His Wikipedia is massive. <laughs> Sam Houston Not did like a lot Utana's. of stuff. One of the only things he lost at in life mm-hmm. was where the capital in Texas was going to be. Yeah, because he wanted it. He wanted it in, in Houston. Houston. Yeah, and it was for a little bit. Well, I mean, if it was in Houston, it would end up underwater anyway. Exactly. So. Um, Houston is literally the rich man's New Orleans. Let's let's get real. One hundred percent. Okay, so <laughs> this is a, a speech that this is an undelivered speech that, okay. that he wrote um, about Texas seceding. Undelivered right? means he wrote it and didn't say it, didn't but but this is it's written okay. down. Fellow citizens, in the name of your rights and liberties, which I believe have been trampled upon, I refuse to take this oath. In the name of the of the nationality of Texas, which has been betrayed by the convention, I refuse to take this oath. In the name of the Constitution of Texas, I refuse to take this oath. In the name of my own conscience and manhood, which this convention would degrade by dragging me before it to pander to the malice of my enemies, I refuse to take this oath. I deny the power of, the, of this convention to speak for Texas. I protest against all the acts and doings of this convention, and I declare them all null and void and then uh and that was about him being drug in front of congress okay and losing his position as governor yeah. because he opposed secession mm-hmm. on april 19th 1861 he told the crowd let me tell you what is coming after the sacrifice of countless millions of treasure and hundreds of thousands of lives you may win southern independence if god be not against you but i doubt it i tell you that while i believe with you in the doctrine of states' rights, the North is determined to preserve this union. They are not a fiery, impulsive people as you are, for they live in a colder climate. But when they begin to move in a given direction, they move with the steady momentum and perseverance of a mighty avalanche. And what I fear is they will overwhelm the South. According to historian Randolph Campbell, Houston did everything possible to prevent secession and war, but his first loyalty was to Texas and the South. Houston refused uh, offers of troops from the United States to keep Texas in the Union and announced on May 10, 1861, he would stand with the Confederacy in its war effort. And he would die uh, not too not too far after in Huntsville, Texas, um, where his grave is today. Okay. Did he die of natural causes or in a, in a gunfight? He died of natural causes. Okay, because no, 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 he was uh, probably old-ish by yeah. the time this is all going on. Anyway, he's so right? he said he died at seventy. And Dude, his that's health, like he just like hundred at that time. Honestly, he just had like a decline in health. Yeah, yeah. So some some fun things, you know. Yeah. He, uh, 
Sam Houston, amazing guy. Look into him, read more about him. He's our Texas badass. He was shot in the leg as a kid uh, nice. during a battle and kept kept fighting. Just kept fighting. It was an arrow. He got an arrow in his leg Dang. and just kept fighting. Later on in uh, in the Texas Revolution, he was shot in the ankle nice. during the Battle of San Jacinto. What's people shooting at his leg? Right. Uh, well, he's on a horse, so oh, it's kind of uh, a height like thing. High level. Okay. So he gets shot in the ankle during the Battle of San Battle of San Jacinto. And is like, he's hurt. Like, he's mm-hmm. suffering. Yeah. But he makes sure and waits until he knows Santa Ana has been captured mm-hmm. and oversees all of yeah. that then before like he goes and gets his treatment. leg on top yeah, of Santa Yeah, he just, like, Anna. breaks it off and puts yeah. another one on. Like, oh, take that, uh, He was, because of his fluency in Cherokee, mm-hmm. he uh, met up, again, with Sam Houston. It's a lot about the people he knew. Yeah. Uh, he, he was, a like, a master networker. Yeah. And he met back up with uh, the original Cherokee chief that he had okay. lived with. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fought. Like, How's your daughter? He fought. <laughs> he fought for uh, for the Cherokee Nation mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. He arrived to uh, a congressional meeting dressed as dressed in traditional Cherokee garb. Can't do that now. <laughs> well, no, but he. Can you imagine Ted Cruz showing up in an Indian outfit? <laughs> it made uh, it made a political enemy of somebody because they hated it so much they kicked him out. Wow. And uh, later, upon being questioned about the inte- uh, about his integrity mm-hmm. in in Congress, he beat the shit out of somebody with a cane. <laughs> <laughs> he was drugged before Congress, fined like five thousand dollars, and kicked out of Congress. Yeah. Wow. 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 And we think Twitter spats are bad. Texas badass. I think that's the most badass thing that he right? did. Was these days Dan Crenshaw just tweets at AOC. I want to yeah. see. I want to see an MMA fight. Yeah, let's go. And honestly, I would hope AOC gets a few shots in. I'd put a bet on it. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, be like a little, you know, partly. Look, Dan can't see out of an eye. Like, <laughs> just get on his just right like, side. Just like on his right side. There you go. There you go. He won't see it coming. Oh man, I'm done with wheelchair jokes. I'm yeah, on to yeah, blind now jokes. Yeah, now we're on to this one. Yeah, That's yeah. Great. Um, Dan Crenshaw, we respect you. We respect the um, crap out of you. Just get off Twitter and do your job, please. <laughs> um, seriously, he's always on Twitter. It makes it harder to take I mean, him seriously. You wonder why you have eye problems? <laughs> Staring at this, <laughs> all that all blue day. light. Um, <laughs> did you see his Houston Astros contact? I did. That was that really, was pretty cool. Actually, look. His his little eyepieces are kind of bad. They're pretty awesome. And I'm not gonna lie, it would be great to have a president, you know, a governor with mm-hmm. an eye patch. Oh yeah, just just for the photo. Since we don't have one, I mean, like we might as well. And it'd be fun to put him further back in the lineup and show it to someone and be like, which one's out of place? Because they'd be like, well, that was 1800. Well, that was clearly yeah, that yeah. belongs there. Um, again, we actually respect Dan. Oh, Crenshaw. I love Dan Crenshaw. Um, just get if, off Twitter. Get off Twitter. We won't make fun of you. That's is. I think the message we try to send to everybody we make fun of, don't say anything stupid or do anything stupid. Can't make fun of you. You know, the thing about Dan Crenshaw I like the most is he's got vision. <laughs> I mean, for him, hindsight is definitely not 2020. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we are recording this on Monday, November 8th, 7th. 7th, I believe. 7th, check that. Yep, and 7th. 7th, and, uh, you know, early voting has been going on here in Texas, midterm Did elections. Did you vote? Did you not? I don't know. I, well, how do you feel about the, like, get out and vote? Vote! I'm very much in the same camp I am as, like, sports teams. I want you to be enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. I really do. But um, don't shame anybody. Like, yeah. look. Some people just don't want to do it. There are people who view... And there are people like me who don't want to show you that I did it. Like, yeah. 
it's the I meat. would rather it's... people not know whether or not I voted yeah. and not know who I voted for. I definitely feel like we need to rock the vote. I, I want yeah. people to vote because it's it's the most influence you have as a citizen. Well, I mean, at this point, it's like the only semblance of influence we can have. Like we can rage on Twitter and talk on our stupid podcast about politics all day. Yeah. They're all in the back room from the left and right, right. getting together over thousand dollar dinners, exchanging money and having a good time. Like Look, they're they, winning. They're in it for them. They're, they they yeah. already won. That's great. Yeah. What, whoever the politician is, whether you like them or not, whether they align with your values or not, they're pocketing so much cash. They're not for you. And it's period. Po- end of story. It's politics. Uh, we all know politics is a little twisted, a little sick. Yeah. Everybody's always known that. Nobody's ever trusted politicians. That's just how it's always worked. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just, you know, so there's so much militance around voting mm-hmm. these days. I was just curious what your perspective was. Well, I mean, my that. perspective is it's my duty. It yeah. is. I am asked so little as an American citizen. So little. Truly, like yeah. we, I feel blessed to be an American. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been given so much, and I feel like it is one of the small things I can do mm-hmm. to be part of the country yeah. and and show my support for the people I believe in, mm-hmm. and and maybe have a little bit of a voice, yeah, in my local elections. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! Um, so if you want to go, if you wanted to go out and vote and did, great. great. If you chose to abstain for whatever reason, we understand. Understand that's no prerogative. Shame. Um, we don't know who won. No, we don't. At not at not at this time. What are you? Are you putting any mattress mac bets down on this, or dude? Are I'm you putting three million <laughs> at some point on, on Jill Sanders. <laughs> what? Yeah, I wrote in Jacob Sack honestly. Stein, so, um, uh, <laughs> wrote in Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, it, honestly, honestly, um, McConaughey. Yeah, honestly, I wish Matthew would put his money where his mouth is. <sighs> He won't, man. He won't. I mean, no, yeah. no, none of these actors that are in their prime, kind of mm. like The Rock and McConaughey yeah. are, where they're finally making the stuff they want to make, are going to do anything political because yeah. it instantly divides half the country. Well, then they shouldn't talk politics at all, in my opinion. Like, I I feel like they I'm can't, on the fence throw, about this, they can't right? throw their name, their hat in the ring and their opinions in the ring. It's like, well, okay, let's vote them in and see if they do what they say they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Shake it up a little bit. I mean, look, I, I agree on like the principle of, uh, if you're not willing to get your hands dirty, don't talk about it. Yeah. But politics is one of those things that everybody who is a citizen gets to have an opinion about it. Uh, <laughs> but do you have to share your opinion all the time? No, you don't have to. And honestly, I don't think you should get to. Yeah. Uh, we look at people in positions of influence mm-hmm. for direction. Mm-hmm. And in that respect, I have no real problem with actors, celebrities, whatever, mm-hmm. endorsing who they want to or yeah. saying what they think about politics. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's on you, the listener, to be like, well, that's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the, well, that's their world is this, their context is this yeah. because we all have a very well, specific even on those, context. So that we operate say, from. well, that's an actor. So there's a list of people they can't endorse publicly. Yeah. So there's a chance they don't even support this person. And same on the other side. Like yeah. if you are a land owning, you know, West Texan with an, mm-hmm. with a rig on your land. Yeah. Even if you do vote Democrat, you can't tell. Yeah. People. You can't tell anyone at the coffee shop at 6 a.m. Yeah. or the diner that serves coffee. At 6 a.m. You said West Texas. Yeah, no, right. Myself. Yeah, yeah. If you're in Sanderson, there's a great little If you're in Sanderson, <laughs> um, yeah, like yeah. you can't, I don't know. I, it's interesting. We were talking earlier about mm-hmm. there was a time where one, if you were going to talk about politics, mm-hmm. it was pretty cordial. You could disagree. Yeah. 
dust it up a little bit, then finish, and then you're still friends. Like, or dude, you just didn't bring it up. Well, look, it I, didn't matter. I was talking to my my friend Howie, and yeah. Howie is a you know fifty something year old New York Jew, mm-hmm. and everything about that, New like <laughs> what New Jew? Yeah, there you go, New York Jew, and. Uh, Democrat, very hyper liberal, very intelligent. Yeah. Um, and I was talking to him the other day just because I like to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me that whenever he was a kid, you know, whenever he was growing up, his parents, you know, they grew up in Staten Island mm-hmm. and they had a lot of different political views than a lot of Staten Island, which is very Republican. Yeah. Uh, and they would have friends over and they would discuss politics because that was what was going on at the time. If it wasn't politics, it was sports, whatever. Yeah. And they had the ability to say, well, I disagree with you for these reasons and state their reasons and then listen to the counterpoint yeah. and be like, okay, and either change their mind or not mm-hmm. and shake hands and still be friends at the end of it. Yeah. There is, and tell me if I'm wrong or if you've noticed this or not, within our generations, there is this inability to listen and a refusal to entertain any any other thought. Mm-hmm. that isn't yeah. the one that aligns with your belief. Uh, well, we, we've moved into a culture where, and, and I mean, tribalism is a real thing yeah. for sure. But Always we, has been. We've moved into a culture where like love and nicety yeah. is contingent upon our beliefs aligning. And that's the craziest thing I've ever yeah, it's heard. it's weird. It's, I mean, even, you know, thinking about your friend Howie, there, I know there are people on the right who would hear this person yeah. like talk about their beliefs and just hate them. Hate them. Like, Without how knowing can, that, how yeah. can they think that? How can they yada yada? If you're from West Texas and your father owned land and you, mm-hmm. you're from an oil family, there's a likelihood you believe a certain way because mm-hmm. you were brought up in an environment that's this way. It's all context. Howie was brought up in a Jewish family in New York. Both parents were liberals. So his environment, he was probably going to be. It's yeah. crazy how easy it is to step back and think, well, this person had this experience growing up. So yeah. clearly that's why they believe this way. Cool. Cool. Like I had an experience too. That's why I believe this way. It's crazy that we came to different conclusions because we had different circumstances. Yeah. Um, so just wild. I'm glad election season's wild, yeah. over so that we can move on from. <sighs> I'm exhausted reporting on politics, but it's not know, our thing, not our thing at all. We are in the comedy and history yeah. categories. So before and you we even, fell on that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we thought we'd have a little fun since we don't know who won yet. No idea. Um, we have our ideas of who could and who could not. We yep. are hoping that new ma- no matter who won, what land commissioner, attorney general, and governor, that for the next four years as Texans, yeah. we can come together as a people and align on, on what being a Texan is. Because the important part, right, is what the people want mm-hmm. and do. Yeah. Not what they tell us. Yeah, to do. let's not give these three people so much power and influence yeah. over our day that anytime they say something or anytime they donate to something, all of a sudden we hate half of our friends. Mm-hmm. Let's do it differently this time. Absolutely. Um, but if we were voted, if we were office, voted into office, we have some ideas that could make Texas better. Seth for president. Um, wait, I thought it was for governor. It is, but. If I'm if I'm getting elected, it's president getting, of Texas. Okay, gotcha. I'm taking I'm taking. You're, oh, is that your first mandate? <laughs> <laughs> My first mandate as uh, president of Texas is mm-hmm. that we stay connected to the United States. Okay, um, but we formally declare ourselves semi-independent. So nothing nothing actually changes yeah. except my title. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. so. So I become independent, really. Gotcha. That's my, my first measure is that governor becomes president. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we're semi-independent, but nothing changes. Gotcha. So that's my I, first move. My my first move, so our second move for yeah. Texas for governor, um, I would remove all the walls at the southern border mm-hmm. to solve a real problem and put it at New Mexico. Oh, thank God. And just keep See, all that That filth. was going to be my second one. So, yeah, I'm going to put that put over it, there. Like and with me- the remaining stuff. The actual problem. Yeah, like the actual, like, none of this New Mexico stuff. Do you have any left over for Oklahoma? I, Oklahoma's fine. You're I'm fine with them. I was going to use the re, like the remainder to yeah. do like a seawall on the bayou so that Louisiana kind of stays stay, like that way when New- so Houston, Houston and Nacogdoches would be really happy if you yeah, did Yeah, I mean, I just it, when New Orleans inevitably breaks off and falls in the sea, Again. I don't want any of that girls gone wild voodoo stuff to like float over to our Gulf. So sure. we're just going to do a little seawall over a little there. Seawall over there. So yeah, I'm an inclusive guy. Yeah. Except for New Mexico and New Orleans and keep those away. All right, what's your next move? Okay, so my next move as president of Texas. <laughs> Presidente. El Presidente. <laughs> uh, my next move would be to mandate. Mandate. Okay. That every child in Texas be brought up learning how to use a gun safely. Define safely for everyone who's getting their phones out to DM you right now. I would mandate that every person mm-hmm. born in Texas yeah. or moves to Texas has to take the hunter's safety course, mm-hmm. the concealed carry handgun licensing mm-hmm. course, and they have to spend a couple hours a year hunting. There you and, go. and when they hunt, are they cleaning what they kill, like harvesting? Absolutely, what they kill, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kill? Cool. That's I mean, that's like I really like that. Yeah, yeah, I really like that. And you have to learn all those. You're you're taken by a a, and I'm creating jobs here. Mm-hmm. A Texas certified hunter safety guide yeah who you will get to choose whether or not choose you conceal carry deer like fit, that. you can do yeah. any of that stuff mm-hmm. um but he's gonna take you through everything and you are going to you know learn how to clean the nice. clean the animal use different parts of it yeah so I that's like my it. second man that's my second. all right i like it I yeah, like yeah, it. yeah all right uh third mandate um i'm gonna mandate a round robin mm-hmm. bare knuckle boxing tournament love it between texas a&m ut and texas tech no baylor no <laughs> what? i love how you're just like what is that I, if baylor can find a real bear real quick to put in the ring i'll i'll accept it which school is more yeah baylor or tcu baylor definitely baylor because it's in cool. waco I, w- I would allow for a private school division so like okay. tcu baylor dallas baptist and smu okay. could have like kind of their bear, but mm. Bare knuckle boxing. Weird, I don't put Baylor and TCU like I feel like Baylor's here and TCU's here. See, I feel like you, it's TCU's just, here, Baylor's. It's here. just like Baylor's in Waco. So, well, like I don't like the traffic. There, As part so. of the bare knuckle boxing thing, can you also eliminate the existence of Waco? Well, that was my next move. Oh, so, that- <laughs> yeah, you're a little ahead. You're getting a little ahead of me. So, okay, and here's okay. the thing: we would still have football and everything, right? But also the real deciding factor of who gets to talk shit and like yeah. the best school would be who won the bare knuckle boxing championship last year male female division or anything um, goes? i'm gonna go tag team co-ed okay yeah tag wait, team co-ed. Wait classes no no open yeah. it's on them to it's choose the open the right person all right i cool. mean that's part of how you factor in well it's the best school because they chose yeah. smart you know Dude, i love this idea yeah they went with reach over height and i really, love this idea. yeah so absolutely that, love that's this. my next move and it's not drug tested it, no not no clearly not <laughs> absolutely <laughs> if anything you're given drugs okay uh next thing i would do okay. as president of texas july 19th would be declared uh national because te- texas is a nation now yeah national dazed and confused day okay and uh we just 
have the day off to to watch Days Confused and, and get like, high and like cover fifteen year old girls in powders and feather and drive them through a car wash. Yes, and like paddle absolutely everything. I'm just making sure is just, everything yeah, yeah. from the movie on the it's table. It's mostly everything from the movie is on the table okay. uh, with consent. And yes. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wait, so does every citizen have to send in their consent card? Like I consent to when you register to Dazed vote, you're consenting day. to Dazed and Confused. Okay. Oh wait, every year they should be able so to it's vote. eighteen plus. Wait, every year they should just be able to vote whether or not Dazed and Confused Day stays. Right. And yeah. if it's here, you have to. Yeah. That's your consent. That's your consent. It's like the purge just texas style yeah exactly i like it all right so the next thing i would mandate it's like the purge except you just drive around and hang (laughs) you just drive around and hang out and go to the party at the moon tower and look every single like texas controlled station is Mm -hmm. tuned to dazed and confused i like and all the radio stations play classic Mm -hmm. rock i like it what's your favorite dazed and confused line (sighs) it's a really good question meds it'd be a lot cooler if you did <laughs> i like it I like yeah it. nice that's my favorite um all right my next one is before getting a job mm-hmm. whether it's you know right out of high school right out of college whatever that entry level job is mm-hmm. you have to prove that you can eat a pound of brisket okay texas style okay or no job. Or no job. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to eliminate two rounds of the interviews for people since there's okay. 50 rounds of interviews to get a job these days. Mm-hmm. But you have to be able to house a pound of brisket before you can go to work. Love Period. It. End of story. I love it. Yeah. All right. What's your next thing? Next thing. Um, all political positions in Texas are now unpaid. I like that one. I like how you're going serious and minor. I'm like, like here's semi- the dumbest idea. I'm sorry, days and confused days. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, but it's also not serious. Like, come I on. I thought that was. I want it to be serious. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I have days and confused day every yeah. day. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like uh, that. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. All, all, all political positions. Mm-hmm. No, no pay. You don't get I any like money. That. I like that. It all goes back to the state. Good. Good. It, it all goes to the PFE since apparently yeah. nothing's been apparently going there from public there. land forever. Yeah. Um, I like that. Really Thanks, man. Good. Appreciate Heck it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yay. Cool. What's your next one? My next one. Is this the last one? Yeah, last All one. All right, cool. Yeah, we got to wrap up. Um, my next one. See, now I'm like, do I need to throw a serious one in there? To say say whatever you had. If you, you know. I mean, other than the TechSearch podcast having to air on all, all platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's, that's just like all lanes yeah, on every highway, mm-hmm. 80 miles an hour and over dope. And if you drive under 80, you get sent to Oklahoma. Nice. That, that would be, I like it. Nice that's your punishment. Day. Yeah. You got to go to Oklahoma you gotta go, and you got to stay like you can't come in. What if, okay, they drop you off in Norman and you have to find your way back. Make it, make it Tulsa and you got a deal done. All right, cool. I can, I can, I can. If you like our idea, hey. in four years, there's a new midterm <laughs> a election. New midterm election. And we'll keep in mind everything we just said. Days of Confused Day, new wall for New Mexico. And uh, maybe we'll come up with a couple other things. If you have ideas for what you would like us to implement in our campaign, let us know. Send us, send us that. Hit us up on YouTube at Texas Pod. Don't forget to listen, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Follow us on Instagram at Texas Pod. We appreciate you guys listening. We love all of y'all so much. Bye, Bye, y'all.